0: And we're kind of live on Instagram Live and We're just live recording it on this. We're live. I'll call it live. We're live on Instagram and this will be out later
1: on YouTube and other podcast apps. Yep.
0: Uh podcast number four should have been up this afternoon on YouTube and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So it should be in all your podcast apps like iTunes, Stitcher, I use Castbox and totally. Podcast Addicts. And this is podcast number five of the Stay Fly podcast.
1: Welcome to the Stay Fly podcast featuring Nick and Tanner. Tanner. So I'm Nick, that's Tanner, and this is now numero cinco. Cinco. (laughs) Cinco. Let's just keep
0: to English, Nick.
1: (laughs) Number five. We're excited about that. Who knew we'd get to number five? I hope to go more. Maybe six
0: and or seven. Eight's my favorite number, so maybe we can just end at that. We could stop at ocho.
1: Oh yeah! Once we're we get past episode we ten, we're done. Yeah, we can't. Well,
0: I know. Once say, don't say, don't
1: say, You guys don't care about our Spanish skills. You want to talk about some disc golf, and so do we. So first of all, this wouldn't all be possible without our lovely sponsors. So this is the time for sponsor plugs. If you don't want to hear our sponsor plug, then you can skip ahead. I would say about two to four minutes, depending on how long I ramble about our lovely sponsors.
0: Nick rambles, so probably go to like ten minutes.
1: So Tanner is holding up one of our great sponsors, Disc Life. DiscLife.co is a clothing apparel company that specializes in disc golf clothing.
0: Like casual disc golf clothing. Casual
1: disc golf clothing. So one of them is that trucker hat. Tanner has a sweet beanie. We're not wearing any disc life right now. We just wanted to plug right there. We've been wearing it in our past podcasts and some other videos. You might see that. But go check them out online, guys. DiscLife.co. I love all their unique and good, and like he's said, casual disc golf wear.
0: Hand-drawn casual disc golf wear stuff that you can like wear out to uh i don't know to the gym or uh if you're just going out to dinner or something like mm-hmm. a really casual dinner mm-hmm. uh you can wear it and people aren't gonna like it doesn't scream disc golf it doesn't have like a huge basket like most like disc golf no. tournament shirts are
1: some play disc life it depends on the shirt you get yeah but that's the nice thing about them
0: yeah my favorite one just has a panda on it and who doesn't love panda shirts
1: it's like climbing tree it doesn't say got it Found it. Oh, found it, yeah, because your disc is in a tree.
0: So yeah, they're really sweet. Check out disclife.co. And we're going to have some news for you guys in the coming weeks mm-hmm. on something we're working with them. So if you guys uh, are supporters of Utility Disc Golf, you should be excited.
1: Yeah, and you should be a supporter of Disc Life because there's some really cool dudes. There's these two dudes that out in Nashville, Tennessee, Yep. Are down in Nashville, Tennessee from us, and they are just rock. We've recently been on a Skype call with them, talked to them for like an hour and a half, just overall down-to-earth good dudes that we're excited to work with, and they have the same vision of they're just here for growing disc golf. They love disc golf, and they want that to be something that they can do for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So maybe even their jobs. Yeah,
0: it was weird how similar our mission statements for both of our, I guess you could say, companies were. So... Um, just randomly that we hooked up with them. And they're two guys just like us. They started a month after we started Utility Disc Golf. Yep. Uh, So they're a new company. So uh, give them some love uh, and check them out. You get free shipping using the promo code UTILITY at checkout.
1: Yes, you do. And that also helps us because that gives us a little bit of revenue to help continue to do this stuff with with you guys, like the podcast and everything, because everything costs money.
0: All right, let's get through the other ones.
1: Yep. Next one. Next one we'll go with is with our first sponsor, Disc Golf Center. DiscGolfCenter.com is one of the largest disc golf stores in the world. Uh, They have over 20,000 discs in stock, and they have been supplying most of our discs for our disc reviews and all of our giveaways.
0: Like the disc craft machete that we just had a winner yesterday on.
1: Yes. Shout out to Chris Nelson. He's going to be getting a beautiful new, he picked the plastic because you can do that with Disc Golf Center when we can do that with our giveaway. So he chose to get the new ZFLX. The ZFLX uh, plastic. What are you touching? Oh, the machete under my mic. Machete. So that's in the Z plastic. He's going to get the ZFLX uh, plastic in the machete. So one great thing about Disc Golf Center is free shipping over $12. Most discs you buy are going to be over $12. So that's really nice. And also, these have a huge selection. You're able to pick weight and color with them. Yeah. And overall, we just really like Disc Golf Center, and they help us out. So if you support us, again, support Disc Golf Center.
0: Yep, and then a quick little plug. Uh, we're on Dismania's media team this year. If you guys saw our last video on YouTube, word. we did a kind of a plastic review on the Luster DDX.
1: Mm-hmm. Love uh, that plastic, by the way. Yeah,
0: great plastic. It's What's... a nice uh, pearly, uh, durable sea line plastic. It's pretty opaque, which mm-hmm. is me and Nick's favorite. Like the word
1: opaque. Opaque. It Reminds uh, me of like like when you're like like ooh, look at that old pearly champion plastic. You know, if you're like an old end of a dude, it's similar to that. Yeah, it's but in new molds.
0: Yeah, really nice disc. Uh, I think we did a really good job on the video. Sorry. Pat on our back. Humble brag. Uh, and then another shout out to, so anyway, be on the lookout for more Discmania videos. Uh, we're going to be doing about one a month. Mm-hmm. I uh, saw
1: a picture that saw a picture. Discmania posted, and it said C-Line PDX. So you think that's going to be our next one? I think one? that's going to be the next disc we're going to get. I'll, we got a shipping confirmation from Discmania.
0: You did? Mm-hmm. And water. it says I'm like. I'm counting how many times I drink. We water. did. Spits
1: <laughs> it, it all over the cameras. <laughs> oh my. No, so they sent us a, yeah, a confirmation. And I wonder what it was. I'm thinking it's that PDX, guys. It, it looked like, so it had the ratings of 11.403. So it sounds pretty beefy. Not a ton of glide. Usually at an 11 speed disc, I imagine it to have at least five glide because you're ripping on it. So I'm excited to see what that's like. Yeah, it's going to be so, sweet. Shout out Discmania. Mania. They rock. And also, a shout out to Dynamic Disc. Uh, we work with them and they help us out. So, And they're just really good for the whole disc golf world. They're pushing the entire world of disc golf in the correct direction and growing in positivity, professionalism, creativity, and overall just goodness that is disc golf. Kind of getting away from that maybe negative connotation that might be. A part of disc golfers or the sport of disc golf so shout out to dynamic as well
0: yeah it's not really talking about dynamic but i've been seeing a lot of instagram posts of people that have won the marksman winter league mm-hmm. and i think it's pretty cool that they they working with uh udisc which is one of my favorite apps for uh keeping track of my rounds that's
1: the thing they just partner with everybody like in yeah. a good way in like supportive
0: way but what i think is cool about it is the winter marksman league keeps the sport alive throughout the winter because a lot of people take it off um, it also helps small businesses because a lot of times it's held at like a bar, yeah, bar or putting. a restaurant or something like that. Our
1: local putting league here in Spokane's held at the swinging... What is I it at the swinging
0: door still? Because I thought it was moving over to maybe to the Yak.
1: No, the right now it's still at the swinging doors. But anyways, that's like a local restaurant. Like it's uh, a lot of disc golfers bar, every Tuesday. And they get like 30 disc golfers. Everyone's at least like buying like a beer or two. It's just great for the overall revenue and like e- local economy as well.
0: Yeah, and then one, our friend uh, Rick... Sappholes? I, I don't know so, how to pronounce it. Is this Sofiel's? Sofiel's? I'm going to uh, say Saffels because it has two E's. He's probably listening to this, but uh, he's kind of a supporter of us as well from the very beginning, and he, I think he helped us get us helped us helped get on Dismania's media team, so shout out to him. Yes. But he won his uh, Marksman League 2, and so he has a Marksman basket, which are like, what, 200 bucks?
1: Yeah, those Marksman baskets are not like, ch- cheap. I could look it up real quick.
0: I don't think it's a big deal.
1: It's not a big deal, but... Yeah, so shout out to... Dynamic for Dynamic doing and that. and Dismania.
0: And we're open to working with other companies. We want to be that um, that media source for you guys that um, will show you every company. So if, you, uh, if Gateway comes out with a disc or some of these smaller companies like uh, AGL, Above Ground Level Disc, we kind of got reached out to by somebody from them, but we haven't really moved forward with it. But anyway, we're willing to work with all the disc golf manufacturers and we're going to try to keep it that way for the future.
1: Yeah, similar to Dynamics' approach to it. It's like they're very supportive and willing to work. They're not wanting to... S- segment themselves off obviously they're a disc manufacturer so they can't you know you're probably not going to see an end of a dynamic mashup but
0: yeah there's a line from gary v he's like my favorite entrepreneur Mm -hmm. idol he says that to have the biggest building in town you don't want to tear down other buildings Mm -hmm. you want to build your own building up Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of what dynamic is doing they're they're not trying to make enemies they're not trying to like Mm -mm. take up all the business there's business for everybody and uh quality rises to the top Mm -hmm. and I think that uh that works for disc golf too. Totally. So
1: told you we'd ramble we about everybody. the sponsors. Yeah, that that's great. So cool. hopefully you're and, ten minutes in now. And, yeah, we're about ten minutes in, and just so you know, it's one it's like one sixty for a a Marksman basket. They're one seventy cool. at Walmart, but hey, they're in Walmart. That's cool. In Walmart? I've seen discs in Walmart before. Have you guys ever seen discs in your like local Walmart? Like they usually have like some I, I, it's not I, very I, good I, selections.
0: I might have bought uh the X Beast. Oh, no. I didn't know. I haven't looked at actual ones. I bought a Costco yeah. basket, and it's like paper clips. <laughs> yeah, the Costco. Yeah, yeah, I love saying that. I'm like, dude, these are like paper and clips. And it comes with like three discs, and they're ridiculously understable. Even like a two-year-old that throws it will just flip over and roll.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure people know about it. Cool. So those are sponsors. Thank you to all of them. They make this possible, and so do you guys watching. So we thank you guys, too, because you're our sponsors, essentially.
0: If you really want to sponsor us, go to patreon.com slash golf. Yep.
1: Shout out Nick King and... Who's the other dude on there?
0: Uh, Ludwig. Uh,
1: Last name is Ludwig. He's a supporter. Yeah. They're the real MVPs. Cool, guys. So let's move on from that. Uh, one exciting thing that has been happening in Spokane is the weather. The it's, weather has not been snowing.
0: It's been sunny. Today was beautiful.
1: It was 60 degrees today, February 8th, 60 degrees. That's scary, but good.
0: Yeah, I hope the snow is gone for good. I'm not, I'm not I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I have a feeling it's going to be like nice for February, and then March is going to snow. And I heard that last year, or year before, it, it was snowing in April.
1: Yeah, no, it was snowing a lot.
0: Yeah. It, so this
1: is un this is abnormal weather patterns. So that's one thing that's going on. And Mean Tanner actually got out for. Well, I've I've been playing a little bit more than him, but because Tanner's been injured, but we got out for our first round together in like three weeks. It felt maybe even like longer.
0: Yeah, first real round where we're not filming or doing anything. No, we were just like
1: there to be disc golfers because we love disc golf.
0: We're just relaxing, chilling.
1: It was nice weather. So we went out, and Tanner's had a little hurt elbow. If you want to tell us a little bit about your elbow, a little journey you've had, strength, hurting it, strengthening it, that. Yeah. You don't have to go into a
0: lot. Not a whole lot of detail, but me and Nick did some disc reviews in about 20 degree weather, 20 degrees Fahrenheit for our international like, listeners. B throw. What's that? I remember like the throw. Was it on the river or was it on the machete? I don't know. One of those disc reviews, my elbow was just like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. This cold. So it's, it's not like tennis elbow, which is or um it's like just feels like the bone. like It's a bone bruise or something. Anyways,
1: your elbow hurt. It,
0: my elbow hurt to the point where I didn't want to throw back in anymore. And so I basically had to tell Nick. I had a lot of self-restraint. Nick's like, you want to play today? No, I'm taking another week off. I stopped inviting you eventually. Yeah, that was good. So anyway, we've got to play, and we played one of the harder courses, in my opinion, in Spokane. At least for me, I don't I don't shoot negative there very much. I think I've only shot under par once or twice, and it's, I don't shoot under par a whole lot.
1: It's it's the t- the three courses in Spokane, Downriver, Highbridge, and Sakani. U- a unanimous vote would come in that Sakani is the most difficult Sacani course. Sakani than Downriver. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the, just tightness wise, it's tight elevation change all a lot around. Of trees. Yeah, a lot of trees. A lot it's of really tunnels.
0: fun. It is fun. So me, Nick, and our buddy Mark uh, played around and I shot even. I didn't beat Nick or Mark, but they've been playing a little bit more and I was nursing an injury. That's my excuses. We went three down. They, they went Well, not, three not down. much more. Yeah. And I shot even, which even for me at that course is like, I'm having a good day and I had a lot of missed putts and I had a lot of bad drives. Even so, at
1: Sakani, like shooting even at Camp Sakani or Jamboree Disc Golf Course is not a bad feeling. Yeah, it's I, something that I shoot for and allow the birdies to just like accumulate my score down.
0: Yeah, when I get when I'm there, I'm like par's good, and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna get a birdie hopefully once in a while. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it was fun. I was I'm glad we got out there. We Me did too. decide to play two rounds, and that's when my elbow started hurting again. So I might have to take another two weeks off, but um,
1: it was good though. Good. So we're excited. We're excited about. It. We just want to let you know that we've been able to get out and play. And we've been able, Tanner's been able to get out and play. And hopefully this is going to increase, like, our media output of just having better weather, more time to play. We want to do more on-course videos, I know, because people seem to love the 6 for 6.
0: Yeah, the disc reviews are nice, but... um, More
1: fun to just play and film it, too.
0: Yeah. uh, Do you want to talk about the freebie you got from work? Yeah, we shoot our videos with uh, two DSLRs.
1: yeah. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. So we work in the hotel... And we were given a, or if people turn into lost and found, if an employee finds something in the lost and found, you turn it in. If two months goes by and somebody does not come back to reclaim their item.
0: Finders keepers.
1: Finders keepers.
0: Losers weepers.
1: Losers weepers. And there was a weeper out there and the finder was a keeper. I didn't find it. Somebody else in my work found it, but they knew I did disc golf stuff and media content. They said, hey, would you want this? So it's a, a Sony Handycam, an HD Handycam. It's like, a, like five years old. I
0: think I like remember CX selling them at Best
1: or something like that. Anyways, it's not bad. It's nice to have like the zoom on top for anybody who's interested in getting into disc golf content and whatnot. We're noticing that the DSLRs are cool and they shoot really good quality pictures and videos and they do the job. You do not need a Handycam.
0: But they're filming, bulky. Like, yeah, they're bulky. They're kind of hard to hold steady unless you have like a monopod. Mm-hmm. If you look at Central Coast or Jomez, they have like backpack shoulder straps. Dude, Jomez has got some
1: big cameras right now. I'm talking about bulky.
0: Yeah. they're Different legit. type of bulky. Um, Ours is just a little handy cam. It's like fits in his bag. It's going to be nice because I think we can get good uh, footage without really trying very hard. And it's Dude. not going to be something that we're going to be scared to lose yep. like or drop like no. a DSLR.
1: No. It's not. I just realized something. I didn't switch the battery. It's sitting right there.
0: It going dead. Can I switch
1: the battery and like the stream will pop back up?
0: Um, the... If the camera goes back up? Yeah, we're still recording. It'll just go black, I think. Okay. So or you just ruined everything.
1: The, no, it's okay. The podcast is not ruined. We're excited about the podcast still. I just need to change the battery on the camera.
0: And real quick, I'll keep talking. Because it's going
1: to die. But keep telling them about it.
0: So yeah, the Handycam, it does like 32 times zoom. Uh, the first time Nick recorded me shooting, or shooting, uh throwing a shot, he was like, Oh man, I feel like Central Coast right now. Uh he felt like Johnny Disc golf. And we haven't looked at or I personally haven't looked at the quality of what the video looks like. It kinda look yeah, it kind of looks like it's kinda washed out. But it still works. Yep. Oh, we're back on and we're still recording. Sweet. Cool.
1: So I'm an amateur disc golf, I'm an amateur. <laughs>
0: podcaster too. Yeah, we got a nice little handy cam, so you might be seeing us do more footage on the course that's going to be higher quality, and we can track shots all the way to the basket instead of like halfway to the basket.
1: Totally. Cool. It's just awesome. So we just want to let you know about some stuff that's going on with us. Just give you a little utility update. Utility update. That's a good <laughs> idea. That,
0: that should be the first part of our podcast. That's what we do anyway, basically. Just but tell each other. just that's tell our name of our segment. Totally. But the having that handy cam for free is nice because we were both talking about maybe getting into a better recording situation mm-hmm. and it's a nice it's, it was basically like the secret if anybody knows that yep. we just like put it out in the world and we got it
1: yep it's or the nick great. stole it from
0: work whatever whichever but
1: thanks davenport thanks for the person who forgot their sony handycam.
0: didn't you say there's like dance recitals yeah on
1: i looked on it and there was like <laughs> dance recitals of little kids like not in a weird way as in like it was their parent and they were filming their kid like doing a thanksgiving recital i didn't watch it that long because i was like oh this is not important yeah. Man, Maybe it fu- was.
0: Getting a camera that was left at a hotel. I was nervous. <laughs> kind of scary. To say the least.
1: <laughs> yeah. A camera found in a room at a hotel. Hmm. But we're not going to talk about that. On to our next segment, guys. Something we all love to do. Nix clips. clips.
0: Keep going. Nix Clips. Clips. clips.
1: Clips, 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 Next clips. Okay, guys. So this is the segment where I do exactly what everybody else does and surfs the internet and just watches disc golf videos. But I'm just going to show you the ones that I like, make you watch them. And hopefully it's something you haven't seen. Oh, let's grab the. So I'm going to grab, the, or Tanner's going to grab the camera. Yeah. Tanner's going to, you know, it's like, you don't need to move it. I don't want you to move it. So Tanner's going to grab the camera and we're going to do... Nick's Clips. So hopefully you guys haven't seen these. You probably have because I'm usually picking popular ones, but maybe you're too busy and you don't get to get on the internet as much as you'd like. So here we're going to show you Nick's Clips. So this first clip, we're going to set it up. It's a guy on a pad throwing a, I think it's a Mako 3, and the video is called Andrew McGill-Just-A-Casual-Ace dash by Casey Wright with a... Oh it's a Mako 3. 3 is what it is. It's a, it looks like a hole that... You need to hit a tree gap probably about 70 feet off of the tee pad.
0: 70 to 100, I'd say. 70
1: to 100, and then out there probably looking like another like 100 or plus feet, 120 feet, there's the basket sitting out there. So this guy just takes a nice big old rip with his disc. Yeah. And he does something magical, something we all enjoy. Let's just take a look. So he's going to tee off. Oh, little lag. I'll replay it. Oh, whoop. What?
0: And it just so th- drops in.
1: So I'm going to play that again. So this guy rips it off the tee pad. It's flying on an Anheuser. And it looks like about three quarters of the way through the flight, it just loses about 15 feet of height. And it just drops out of the air. Boom. Flips it. And it just whoosh drops. Bam. Aces it. It's crazy. Like, what the heck? So, I don't know if you've ever, like, had that happen, where, like, you have a hidden air pocket, and you're like, and you see your disc, like, up and down and up and down, and sometimes yeah. it can help, and I think that was the most successful air bounce yeah, I've ever seen.
0: When I first saw it, I was like, if I were to edit this in After Effects, how would I, how would I make it drop like that? Because it almost looks like it just falls out of the sky and hits the chains. I believe it, though. But with the audio, it looks real.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it's completely real. So shout out to Casey Wright for doing that.
0: That was a Facebook video we saw, right?
1: Yep. Anheuser to make three and drop, boom, aced it in. So, for the people that can't see, if you guys want to check it out, if you guys want to check it out, go on Facebook and type in just a casual ace by Casey Wright. I'm sure you can find the video. We'll have a link to it uh, in the bottom of the YouTube description of this.
0: What do you want to end with? Big Jeremy? Or do you want to end with the ace?
1: I'll do the ace
0: next.
1: I think we could talk about big Jeremy. <laughs> okay, okay,
0: big Jeremy is an inside. So the joke next one that I next actually one said once
1: is what we're going to call some tree love. Oh, don't show them yet. I don't want to show the Instagram people because we accidentally clicked it. Oh, There's- so this next one this girl's up on the tee pad looking at about maybe a 250 foot, 260 foot hole, and uh, she throws something and it looks like a really good drive, but it cuts in early. A little bit, but she gets a little help from her friends. Oh Mother Nature. <laughs>
0: <laughs> little tree direction. A little tree direction. Trying to get this to pop up. Backhand. Nice smooth form.
1: Wow. Right off the tree.
0: Just caroms right off the tree, right? Carom
1: right off the tree. Gosh, love that word. Sorry if that so, first video. So she blew backhands your ears in. Out. It looks like it's like a stable fairway driver because it's going straight and then it just starts to fade in fades in about 10 feet too early. It hits the tree about 10 feet in front of the basket, bounces out back right, and just dead center chains. And now, it looks is that like a skip ace? What? Is that a skip ace, a hit ace, a ace?
0: I think it's a tree direction.
1: Tree direction. I love that word. Tree direct.
0: Maybe it's a trace?
1: Trace. That was a trace. Streamline and that trace. Was the most amount of, that was the most amount of tree love that I've ever seen in my life. That's a tree one. What's up, guys? The a tree one.
0: All right. So one more
1: video clip. Yeah, let's one more. Is this it? It's
0: in the folder on the left. Mm. Nick doesn't know how to use the computer. Click it. And big, we call him Big Jeremy.
1: So this is our boy, Big Jeremy. The, uh, Big Jeremy, Nico Castro, Philo, uh, Greg Barsby, a few other people. I saw Paige was Pierce, out, there. Yeah. out there. They're out in Thailand, and they did this last year, too. They went out to Thailand and played in some of uh, these local like tournaments that they had out there, which I thought was great, just to like have those big names out there. Some A na- bunch of big names are coming to the battle at Seattle, which we're playing in, and just having those names you look up to come to your local tournaments. Yeah, like Tanner LaBelle,
0: Nick <laughs> Vanderlyn. Yeah, like Utility Disc
1: Golf, they're <laughs> coming. <laughs> no, but having those people come to your home course or – Somewhere you play or you're going to is such a fun feeling to really feel a part of what we watch, like yeah. kind of like the celebrities of disc golf. So Big Germ has this uh, kind of odd throw. I've seen this on one other video. I'm gonna call it like it's not the chicken wing. I'm think- just gonna call it the Big Jeremy.
0: Big Big Germ wing.
1: The Big Jeremy wing. So he, it's looking like a weird hole. Some trees, kind of short. Might be loud. Ow! What was that? Sorry guys. Oh, my goodness. If you can hear, listen to the people in the background.
0: I can hear him. What, what was, was that? that? Yeah. That guy is
1: disgusted. He's, like, appalled by what Big Jeremy just did. In fr- <laughs> just Let's did watch him. it again. I'm going to try to fire. zoom in a little so bit So, Big Jeremy, I'll set it up here for people who are just watching. It looks like it's just about, what, like a 200-foot 200 200 foot hole? A little shorty? Probably. A little shorty. So, Big Jeremy is holding it. Regularly, I think he's holding it regular, and he's just, just like in his hand. Yeah, just like how you'd normally hold a disc, and he lifts his arm up. Imagine putting your elbow up to like ear height,
0: like scratching your back,
1: and throwing. If you can see me, like throwing, like
0: maybe show the people on YouTube. <laughs> it's more just like a wrist flick like, throw instead of a reach back. It's called the curl of your wrist, like the opposite of what you. Whatever do. it does
1: it, like it does like a reverse, f- or no, it flexes like a weird way to flex a shot i don't yeah, know why he it's did just because this is angle. amazing
0: let's just watch when it. you throw it from seven feet tall it's gonna come in on a flex <laughs> yeah.
1: what oh he comes inches from that tree and i feel like he just like parked the basket literally. yeah
0: people in the background are like what just happened
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, was that's
0: that's that? That. let's watch <laughs> one more time real quick
1: another one. Oh yeah i'll play a couple more
0: so look at his hand placement. Looks like he just grips it normal, over the top of his ear.
1: Is it? So he throws like over it the top goes to of the his right. ear. Yeah. Chicken wing status, and it like flexes. It like finally flips and flexes right, and then flexes back left. And then I've seen him do it at like he was like in the woods one time, and he like needed to float it, and he couldn't like backhand it or something. Yeah. So he like gained propulsion, was like that.
0: I think it was at what was the. Uh,
1: where was that? It was, it, was a, the it was the
0: military base. Was that Worlds?
1: Yeah. Well, the, yeah. The, yeah, they played at like the IDGC and for Worlds.
0: I think he did on one of those courses on like a practice round. That one that uh, Cam, not Cam Todd. Who's the other guy that play, that's on Prodigy again now? He used Perry to be on Latitude.
1: Not, or Cole Glazer. Cole Glazer. Yeah.
0: Cole Glazer aced the hole that I think he did the... Um, oh, really? That he did that last one on. Put the... So, yeah. Uh, Prop it
1: up. Well, that's Nick's Clips, guys. So, those, all those clips, we're going to link these in our uh, down in the YouTube video when we post it uh, of the podcast. So, you'll be able to go back and look at these if you want a better look. If you're listening to the podcast, even if you can't find it, direct message us or something and we'll hook you up with the link of the video if it's not working for you. Uh, we just want this to be a way to expose fun video clips from around the world that we see on the internet and kind of just laugh at them. Make sure other people see them. It's just like showing your friends a video you saw. We're just tagging you in a meme, essentially. But it's like a live meme that we get to commentate on. All right, guys. Tanner's just getting the... Tanner's just getting the uh, Instagram live set back up. Talk to yeah, I can talk to people. I'm, I'm watching you guys right here on live. So if you guys have any questions too, uh, we can answer those. But after, so that's Nick's clips. Nick's <singing> clips. It's gonna be a different song every time. Yeah, maybe
0: when we get more professional, we'll have an actual intro. Here,
1: I'll make you guys laugh for a sec. So, I, me and Sarah went to dinner last night.
0: Sarah, your fiance.
1: Sarah's my fiance, and sh- Sarah with an H. Sarah. Sarah with an H. Sarah. Yeah. And we went to this place called the Elk. It's a nice little public, public house. Um, I say public house. I don't know why it's called that. I don't know what a public house is, but it's like it has beer, food, yummy stuff. So we go, and the bill comes, and I always like to go, "Hey Sarah, what do you think the bill is?" And we try to guess. And this time it was twenty six dollars. And I was just feeling a little groovy, and I started saying twenty six dollar, twenty twenty six dollar, because I'm working on my jingle game, right? Yeah. And we got a little beat going, so we go twenty six dollar, twenty twenty six dollar. Twenty-six. Okay, anyways, so it just goes on and on. And I'm thinking that this jingle could be a viral hit, and we'll call it the $26 challenge. $26 holla? $26 holla. That's great. No, that's great. So it would be like a group of friends. You get together. I'm sure you've seen these videos where they do like raps together, you know, but kind of like fun raps. It's not a rap. So you do the $26, and everyone would be stomping and clapping, and the whole group would be going, $26.
0: You got a very active imagination, Nick.
1: So, And then it would come in, and you go... $26 Twenty-six dollar, Make, makes me holler, <laughs> and I drive an Impala, and oh. I wear a shot collar.
0: So they try to rhyme dollars the whole. Yeah, see, so,
1: and then at the end, and then you'd be like, like.
0: <laughs> then whoever has the best rhyme gets twenty-six bucks.
1: And then yeah, something like that. Anyways, it could go viral, guys. I know you might be laughing right now, or you might be like Nick, shut up, that's stupid. But if you walk away from this podcast singing twenty-six Six dollars, twenty twenty-six dollar. I might actually just come out with like an official version and beat of that song.
0: Maybe we should have a utility disc golf tournament, and <laughs> the winnings are twenty six dollars.
1: Twenty exactly twenty six dollars. All right. Um, Schreiber Isaac asked us, "What's your fave mid range?" or go.
0: <clears throat> I'm kind of trying to figure out my mid game mid game. <laughs> your mid range game. My mid range game right <laughs> now. Uh, I'm trying to get my bag like set for 2018. I don't want to have a whole lot of variants once I get the year started because I want to get used to my discs. It's kind of hard
1: like... when all these companies send us discs and you try it out and you go, oh, I like that one. Yeah, for like oh, a week like I'm that like,
0: one. ooh.
1: That's, that's, gonna... that's
0: awesome. <laughs> I need that. Right now I have a beat-in Rock 3 champion that flies almost dead straight, very neutral. I got a Super brand straight. new Rock 3, which is pretty overstable. And then I have a Rock X3, which is more overstable. But I think I need something that's like a meat hook so i might put the justice back in my bag mm-hmm. um
1: do you not have a gator did you just say you have a gator
0: i have a star gator that's kind of beat in but it's i think i big. like the justice rim better
1: the justice is like another che- like one of those cheater discs. like it's like the pure and the harp for me it's like how the pure and the harp are like a half mid like i almost feel like justice is like partial fairway driver yeah it's like a it's firm and flat like
0: yeah it's almost like a firebird for me like a so the one thing that's weird about the justice is it just drops out of the air. It's very predictable. It's like throwing a brick. It's like I can only throw this thing twenty feet yeah. and I know exactly where it's landing. That's kinda how the justice is. I can only throw two hundred feet. Totally. And I know exactly where it's gonna land.
1: What would you say your favorite mid range is? Like right now.
0: I'd probably say rock three, but with a with a little like asterisk that I think I'm gonna get some McPro Rock three, something in a um because I like the the, I like the mold. I want to keep like similar molds yeah. for our most of my discs this year. That's good. So I'm gonna get a McPro rock three that I hopefully can beat in to be in more of a hyzer flip to uh Anheuser mid range. I feel like I that's a,
1: what your pink one is like.
0: Kinda like that, but it's pretty stable still. I want something that flips like your uh, I think you have KC pros that you throw yeah. pretty on like if I throw a hyzer flip on my pink one it's knock it's probably gonna heiser out. Like I want something that'll fade hyzers. all the way to the right.
1: The rock threes though, do you feel like they're like your most like versatile favorite mid-range? Like if you had to grab, if you needed to park a 280 foot hole
0: and and
1: it was like maybe like a wide open island shot. Are you going to like grab your rock three, like your new rock three and throw it out to the right a little bit and let it fade If it was a
0: mid-range, if I grabbed a mid-range on that kind of hole, I'd probably grab like a overstable fairway driver and hyzer it. But
1: I think you can throw far enough.
0: Yeah, I can throw a mid-range that far, but I think a fairway driver on a hyzer is more accurate. Totally. But I'll say one thing. I've never thrown an EMAC truth or a truth, mm. and I feel like that might be a diss to get.
1: I literally threw a truth one time.
0: And you threw it exactly how the guy told you it was going to oh, fly? Oh, you were there. Yeah, I was guy's there. Like, with, oh, you should throw a truth. It was, truth, with, uh, and it it was like, a Jace, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it, like, he was like, this one's like kind of flippy. And He's it, like, like, throw
0: he's- it on like a little bit of a hyzer, and it'll <laughs> pop up flat and just go dead straight and just land straight. And you're like, all right.
1: And I did that, and it was, like, far. Yeah. It was, like, 330 or something like that. It was, like, for mid-range, I don't know. For mid-range, like, I've never thrown. Didn't, like, muscle it. So the truce, I see why they are. They're the, they're the rock of dynamic.
0: Yeah, and that's like, why I want to try like, trilogy
1: rock. I would even go to say that they're, like, or I guess, like, the compass would be the rock of latitude and west side. What would you think? Have you ever thrown a warship? I threw a warship, and it was similar. To, like, I haven't thrown a tree. whole lot from
0: west side besides uh, a harp and a terseus and
1: that's it yeah i i'm with you right there my favorite mid-range would be casey casey uh, flat top rock so there's like normal casey rocks that are kind of domey and there's these runs that happen they happened in a few tournaments here and the mcpro rock threes the new ones are like very close to resembling those in the field yeah and it's just a good casey pro rock that's flat it's like board flat and brand new, they're just like dead straight, maybe a tiny bit of fade and then beat into dead straight and then beat into like slow turnover to flippy. So I have four of them in my bag just in different seasons and that kind of going back to what you're talking about with the narrowing it down to like one mold. That's something that I've gotten into with those. And it took a while. Like it, it took a while for me to figure those out. But I definitely still have like a rock three a rock I've, X3. A rock X3. The rock X3 doesn't come out a ton, but like in a very windy situation, I need to pump a pump a rock, like I'm going to grab that rock X3.
0: Yeah, and it's similar to the rock 3 that you're I feel like for this next season, I just want my hand to know what disc I'm grabbing.
1: Is like it's not a, it's not a matter of like what disc is in my hand and how does it feel. It's Like the same disc is always in my hand. What angle do I need to throw this on? What amount of power do I need to throw this on? Yeah. Totally. I would I would just go to say the rock is my favorite because we're talking rock, rock three, rock X three, loving those. But actually, for my one of just like my favorite mid ranges though, is a meteor. I
0: feel that like meteor a lot. A
1: meteor is, a di- is from Discraft. A Dis- it's a negative point five in Discraft if you're unit rating, so it's slightly understable. Brand new, it's like probably be dead straight for a lot of people. Or if you throw it flat, you might get a small amount of turn. And I have like a really beat in Z, uh, glow Z one. Really beat in. And it's just like. On a fat hyzer and it flips up, or throw on a like a medium hyzer and it'll flip up flat and then slow turn at the end. And it has a ton of glide, so Meteor and Rocks, I love them. And it's funny because it's like two like rival companies, you know. You, you think of Discraft and uh, Innova. But cool that that was a good question. I like that. Somebody's uh, how do you pronounce his name? QOTS Quatsarock
0: 80. I'm not sure, he does really good dives though. We just uh, I was on a live stream with him on Simon's. And he asked him if he could die a disc for Simon, and then look at his Instagram. He has a really sick Simon die. So oh cool. yeah,
1: yeah. I think I've been seeing It was like the, he had the crescent. Val- no,
0: it was an MD four. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was the crescent one.
0: Yeah. Does he have something to say?
1: Somebody. Uh, so he said that they're similar to a Buzz Versatile mid range. I'm assuming he's talking about uh, the, truth. the truth. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. Like these beaded, these beaded mid ranges. You know, I feel like every company needs their stable discraft buzz. You know, you have of a rock you have this dynamic
0: latitude has the compass
1: yeah and you have dynamic you have the truth
0: Uh, i like the compass i threw the compass for a while i just feel like it was a little bit more understable than a rock they're really flat yeah
1: like all like most of molds i've seen are pretty flat yeah so that's good i like that i like those questions guys so uh his uh isaac schreiber's favorite mid-range is a glow buzz
0: i've been throwing a whole lot of disc crap besides that machete um and i threw a buzz os when uh was it Dan? Did he give it, let us borrow those? Which one? Wait. Um, what did you say? I'm sorry. I've, I've only thrown a Buzz OS, and I think Dan let me throw it. Oh, yeah. Buzz route. OS.
1: Super beefy mid.
0: Yeah. He was like, oh, this is more stable than a Justice. And I was like, no.
1: no, Nothing's more stable than a Justice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bring. Oh, Actually, I don't even know what disc it was, but I've found one disc more stable than a Justice, and Ryan Lafort here in Spokane has it. And it's like not even a company you've heard of. And it was like, he, he throws it. so far. Like, a re- he throws a real, like, 500-plus foot, like, puts like a madman. And I saw him throw it as hard as he can out of anhyzer, and it looked like he was, like, bending his arm already in <laughs> a hyzer before it came out. That's not true, but...
0: Kind of like the machete of mid-ranges. Yeah, it's
1: really stable. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, let's go to the next question. Uh, Isaac, again, what's your main distance driver? I'd have to say DDX. Uh, that, okay. the, we just did the review, but I already had a DDX my bag. And, like, if you go on my Instagram, you can see a video of me crushing one on hole 16... Or 17 in Fort Stillicom on Northwest. It's just like an open field. And I love that disc because it just, like, flips right and then usually flexes back if you give it a little bit of air. Most of the time, it's going to flex back unless you, like, worm-burned it. But DDX, if I just need main distance, I'm going DDX because that thing has secret glide, too. Chicks glide.
0: For just bomber distance, I... Man, I feel like the DDX is probably very similar, but it'd either be my beat-in destroyer that I have that's kind of – it has kind of uh, – when I throw a flat, it kind of flips to the right and has a nice S-turn. That flash one? Yeah, the flash oh, one. I think it's um, Died a flash on it. It's pretty sweet. It's on my uh, personal Instagram for disc golf. Mm-hmm. Or I have a champion strike, which is like max weight champion strike. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the most overstable um, – plastic type for strikes because I had a star strike and yep. they were kind of unpredictable. Well, those would, things got flippy. they sometimes they'd flip up and just like turn into rollers. Sometimes they would get max distance. Sometimes they would just hyzer out. I'm like, what the heck is this disc trying to do?
1: Some, they reminded me of a uh a world or or pardon me, uh no I think it's a world, yeah. Because worlds from West Side are like slightly touchy. They have a I
0: worlds are stable. Are it says it's clean? like
1: 14 One or fourteen five one four, like a positive turn. It says supposed to be that stable, dude. And I watch people like flip them up and they'll coast right, and they won't come back. Yeah, I know they just retooled all their numbers. Uh, yeah, latitude did. Yeah,
0: west. uh, Well, no,
1: they did them for all the whole trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah, but they didn't do all the discs, just some of them, Hmm. just like the ones that needed it. But anyways, yeah, the the the, max
0: weight champion strike,
1: but the star strikes, yeah, they're like touchy and flippy. Like me, they're touchy. Yeah. Really. So what did you say? So you think a strike? I say DDX. I think
0: a DDX. The DDX when we were throwing them, I mean, my elbow wasn't 100%, but it felt very similar to my champion strike.
1: Yeah, I just think a little more lippy, but I like uh, yeah. So DDX. They say they're like beatin' destroyers, brand new. I hear the S lines are kind of flippy, but what which more happens with like star and S line and fusion and all those types of yeah, like. They
0: beat in a little quicker, and they're usually a little bit more understable.
1: Yeah, what, what would you call that plastic? It's like it's not it's not see through. I don't. It's not even opaque. It's like a solid plastic.
0: Solid. Solid, bro.
1: So that would be our distance driver. Those lusters look. Uh, Korsak says the lusters, the lusters look great. Got a dealer order coming with some of those lusters. Ddx in it. Cool, man. Yeah, they do look great and yeah, they feel sweet. good too. So you'll be excited about those. Isaac said he throws a G line PD two. So the G line is G star in Discmania.
0: And PD two is basically a destroyer, right?
1: Yeah, I know that's like the most popular well, uh, distance driver. Because I got an feel. X-Out
0: Destroyer, and it had a PD-2 stamp on it. But on the bottom it said Destroyer, but on the top it had like a dismania PD-2 stamp, but then it had an X-Out stamp on top mm-hmm. of it. And that turned into one of my flippier Destroyers. I think I'm going to go to Destroyers this year for my distance drivers. I have just, I don't know if anybody else notices this, but I tried to do the Defender for Trilogy, And they are just way more stable than uh, destroyers. Like too stable. Yeah. Like I can get a... In
1: a good way if you want that though.
0: If you want it, yeah. But the star destroyers, I can throw them for three or four rounds and they'll beat into the point where I can get good distance out of them. They're not like meat hooks. Like the first couple throws, they might feel like meat hooks. But with the defenders, I mean, I have a beat in lucid. That's kind of like my destroyers now. But the fusion that I have, I thought it'd be beating it. It beat in by now, but it's still just... Is Fusion? Too much. It's an in infusion, yeah. It's like oh. a white. It's, it's going to be a good one for dying, so I'm going to keep it. But
1: I haven't personally thrown a Defender, but I do know they're a, a very di- popular dynamic disc, kind of for that when people come from other places, they might like, this is my new Destroyer, or this is my new...
0: Yeah, I've, I've kind of heard, uh, maybe you guys can put leave it in the comments, um, the competitor, like the complementary disc of a Destroyer for Trilogy, I've heard is either a Defender or an Enforcer. Mm-hmm. I feel like an. Inf- from what I've gathered, I think an enforcer is more stable.
1: I have not done either.
0: I've been thrown an enforcer either. But not anyway. that
1: I'm opposed to. I'd love to try them out. I think that'd be a really good idea for a video. Comparing It's comparing very similar to this. Yeah. So cool, guys. Uh, one more. How long have you been going for? Five
0: thirty-eight. Let's we'll so, talk a little more. 40 minutes.
1: Yeah, let's talk a little more for you guys. No problem. Uh, any pre-round routine either of you go through? Stretch.
0: Uh, yeah, Tanner. And- uh. Being a personal trainer, I usually stretch a little bit more before my, my rounds, and I didn't when I hurt my elbow, because He's I usually just wanted late. to film. It's
1: usually late, so we're all on the tee pad. Well, it's not really that weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, you like we've already all been there for 10 minutes and stretched, and we're about to tee off, and you get there, so he doesn't get a stretch. It's yeah. our fault.
0: I'm busy grinding, hustling. He's always got time for Dutch Bros coffee, though. Yeah. Dutch Bros. Uh, I need my coffee cool. or else I don't play well.
1: You need to get a coffee sp- sponsor.
0: Yeah, shout out to anybody.
1: Shout out to anybody that can make a Americano <laughs> with
0: cream. cream. No sugar.
1: Enjoy your hot bean water.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I have a little band that's in my bag and we use towels, me and Nick do.
1: I love towels.
0: And we I just try to now I try to get my my elbows and my shoulders warmed up and my hips. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to do some lunges, get my knees and joints warmed up. Stationary
1: um, squats. Tony our friend Tony's always doing those and I started doing them and it gets you ready for like, you know, when you walk up the first hill on a disc golf course after you've played a few holes and then your thighs are like, feel like they just broke. And you're like, oh, like I didn't stretch or use that before that hill. Yeah. So those squats, just getting ready for like all the muscles you're about to use.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to like, a lot of people will just go in static stretch where you just like hold, you do like a hamstring stretch and just try to touch your toes for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend that. Um, before you do an athletic event, you want to do like a dynamic warm up where you're moving in a way that you're going to, it's going to be similar to your exercises. So me and you use that towel where we like slowly work our way up, yeah. um, snapping a towel. That's good because that's what your body's going to be doing.
1: I love the Innova towels that have the little black like handle on them.
0: Are you talking about flight towels?
1: No, not flight towels, flight which towels I want to cool. get into because I think they're like meant for that.
0: Yeah, they are. They have like a disc holder. They're an organ too. I've seen a lot of stuff online. I think we should do Light a review towel. on them. You hear us? We want you. We want you. In we will towel. work with you.
1: Need you. So, is that, so would you say stretching, some putting?
0: Yeah, putting would be a good way to get started in the beginning. But before you like go out to um, throw, even just throwing a couple, like throw a couple putters off a tee, mm-hmm. um, just throw them about like 60% and slowly work up to 100. Totally. Like a 60%, a 65 70 75%. Just get your body used to um, doing that motion and just make sure that you kind of, not that you have a sweat going, but your body should be warm.
1: Yeah. Like feel like you just did some, you know, I, so that's what I like to use. towel for. you do jumping for. jacks too? Huh? You do jumping Jump, jacks. I say I'm going to tell him about my pre round routines. So one thing is like get to the course, get out, get everything out of my trunk, get ready to go. Make sure I'm situated for the round. Car's locked. Like, boom. Now I can like leave my car and wait for Tanner to be and there. And wait, 20 ta- wait 26 minutes for Tanner to be there. No. Um, uh, so dollars, Twenty-six dollars. See, I didn't even mean to pick the word number twenty-six, and it just happened. Twenty-six minutes. So, uh, getting there and stretching. But yeah, like he said, like even just like starting to do like a few light jumping jacks, up, down, up, down. Like getting my body feeling like movement to know what it feels like to move, just to remember.
0: Yeah, we actually do utility jacks. We go U-T-I-L-I-T-Y. Utility. Utility.
1: Utility. Yeah. And then everyone goes, woo!
0: Yeah, and then we run out to the course and get on our round.
1: <laughs> that's pre. That's the pre Actually, that's at my pre-shot routine yeah. every time. <laughs> so, uh, stretching, jumping jacks, but the towel. So, I like to do the towel just soft, soft, a little harder, a little harder, a little harder, a little harder, and then, like, a little bit, like, not even really hard, like, mid-range, like, power. And then some, like, real stretches. I really like, like, putting my arm on something and body. Sorry, I like putting my arm on something and turning my body so I can feel the stretch coming from like my pec all the way over into the inside of my shoulder.
0: Stretching out that chest, that front delt, a little bit of bicep tendon.
1: Backhand and forehand as well. So making sure to stretch, guys. I don't know if like a lot of you guys do that or you're like, you know, I don't believe in stretching or practicing or whatever. If you're going to do one thing, just stretch. That's a pre- pre-round routine everybody should have and stretching when you're done which we
0: don't do that much i literally said you don't want to stretch before around then you said really? you gotta stretch you say you don't want you strength? don't want a st- static stretch before around
1: well i think like a little bit of stretching
0: so a little If you want to get more in depth on this when you static stretch for that long you kind of deaden the nerf uh muscle spindle when you say
1: static you mean like just from like no activity just like start stretching
0: like when a lot of people were younger and the before like baseball practice or something, and they go, you know, like all right, hamstring stretch, one, two, three, yeah, and you just like, like right touch away. your toe. Yeah, that's not good because that basically deadens your muscle spindle so that you're not as explosive. And with disc golf, a lot of people don't think it is, but it's it's a power sport. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're going from zero to a hundred and you're trying to snap your body as fast as you can in one motion. Mm-hmm. So maybe I need to teach Nick a little bit.
1: Maybe you do, but I stretch a little bit.
0: You do stretch a little bit. Stretching's all right, but I, I just wouldn't recommend intense. doing it. It's like it's
1: not yeah. an intense stretch. It's like just make sure like my arms and my back and my legs like feel used to the like the movement of of disc golf. So doing that and uh just getting in the right mindset, like right right away just kind of getting into the fun mindset. Yeah. As into like I'm here to have fun and play disc golf. Like I'm not here expecting to shoot like 12 down or anything like that cuz then you'll just get mad. Yeah. So just getting into the fun mindset Tournament-wise, I'm still even getting into the fun mindset. I'm going to get focused and make sure that I give my 100% effort into every shot that I do. But another thing pre-round is just being like, all right, I'm here. This is where I want to be. This is fun. Like There's a reason I'm doing this, whether it's like you're out playing with your buddies casually or you're there for a tournament. Getting my mind and body ready to play disc golf.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, the reason why I shot better than I thought I would at Sakani is because I didn't run a lot of putts. No, like, you were upshots, smart. like, from outside of, like, 60 feet, I think you notice, like, oh, nice upshot. And in my head, I'm like, I was running that. Yeah. <laughs> and that happened on the first two holes, and then I was like, you know, threes are not bad. I'll get birdies down the road.
1: Totally. That's...
0: that's Just getting your mind I said, right. T-
1: I have a saying that's, like, a dumb saying, because I said once my friends make fun of me, but I said... <laughs> what did I say? You're like, you always get birdies on the second shot, or something, like,
0: <laughs> or the first shot. I can't remember what I said. Well, I always make my second putt. Like, if I'm putting from, like, outside the circle, I always make the second time I try it on casual rounds.
1: Always. And it's usually oh, like no. a firebird. You got, no, you, my, say, my putt's always
0: you say that if you make a birdie putt, you can only make it. You can only make the first putt once or twice. No, once.
1: you can only do it twice once is another saying yeah. I have. okay. And yeah. that, <laughs> that's something else. Just forget what I was saying about that. So we got a couple other questions. Uh, somebody said, what bag do you guys use? Uh, I think have? I have a
0: commander bag.
1: Yeah, you have a commander. He uses a com- uh Somebody said... That I need to
0: upgrade com- this year, though.
1: As well... I uh I have a dynamic disc ranger for my bag. I usually use it in winter and courses that aren't cart friendly, and then I have a Zuka cart uh, as my main thing, which I really like. Shout out Zuka.
0: Hashtag cart life.
1: Hashtag cart life. It's hashtag ZukaLife.
0: Yeah, that uh that hilly course we played this week. It's pretty entertaining seeing Nick trying to climb up like bike trails that it just, like, are runs you throughout. down.
1: It's borderline, uncart friendly, but it's fine. Uh so yeah, those are the bags that we use. He says he uses a Di- dynamic disc commander bag. Commander bag's great. I think I bet you sometimes I feel like you could use a little more storage.
0: I could use more storage. I'm kind of jealous that you have basically two stacks of my bottom bag because the top part of the bag holds probably four putters, Mm -hmm. but then I hold like 16 maybe in the bottom, and I feel like you can hold almost double that. Um,
1: Can you guys hear that cat meowing? We have to lock the cat up while we do this so she'll tear down the set.
0: Yeah, (laughs) our utility kitties, they'll take down the lights. So those are the
1: bags we use. So you like that, though?
0: Yeah, I was trying to think what I wanted to get this year for a bag. I think I might actually want a Ranger bag. I like the top storage in it too.
1: You're going to get a bag when you go to GBO. Oh. In the player's pack. They've done it. Uh, last year, they had a commander bag in that sick red and black logo. Uh, the, and then they had the American commander bags year before.
0: The local store, uh, the,
1: the general local. store, yeah. they
0: have a, one of those GBO uh, black and red bags right mm. now. They look pretty sweet.
1: They're really good looking. Um, they. So they've done the last two years. Everyone, the whole like hype was like, dude, they're gonna give away Zuka cards. Like everyone thought they were gonna give away the dynamic disc Zuka card, the one that you could put your bag in, and that did not happen. Yeah, I was not ridiculous. disappointed. I was like, I like thought it was gonna happen, but I was like, but really, like, how do they expect all these people to like chug this thing home? Like, there's people from Finland there, you know? Like they gotta <laughs> yeah. bring it from back from. They're America.
0: like, all right, four hundred dollars shipping, I get <laughs> exactly. a free disc golf cart.
1: <laughs> so I think you're gonna get a bag. I would wait to see. It's in April. I'm down. Let's see what you get.
0: Uh, we got a couple more questions, let's see. um pick like maybe one or two more, and then we'll yeah talk should about feel should feel loose round. after
1: getting done with your stretch if you feel loose, totally yeah. loose, not like yeah totally, I like that, and it helps the mindset as well in my opinion, yeah, to feel loose totally like when you feel loose, you feel better, you feel more prepared, and you feel like you're ready to just like have some fun and go be out there and lose like a loose mindset and a loose body combines yeah. for for me a pretty good round
0: uh danny Lind. Lindahl. Lindahl, he says slow is smooth and smooth is far. And mm-hmm. if you're loose, you're going to be smooth. Um, so I think we're, our staying is stay loose, stay throw loose. smooth.
1: Stay loose, stay fly.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. So uh, you all need a utility disc golf backdrop. Yes. We're actually going to get a green screen and be able to not only put backdrop logos, but even videos, funny stuff, just cool pictures that users send in.
0: Yeah. So my plan is I watch a – Quite a bit. I I will say it's uh, research to try to make our product better when really it's probably just procrastination. But I saw a podcast. uh, I want to say it's like the Jenna Marbles podcast with her boyfriend. But anyway, they had a cool, I think they have a green screen and they always have a different backdrop of, it looks like some location that they've traveled to or something. It's just like a scenic shot in the background. And I want to get a green screen for Behind Us, and I want you guys to send uh, maybe a photo of your favorite hole at your local course, Yeah, maybe a T-sign of your local hole, uh, lo- local course. A pretty picture um,
1: with the basket and sunset.
0: Or maybe some of your cool dyed discs. I can't remember the name, but the QTO. Quats Rock. Quats Rock. Uh,
1: I, I just call you like Siroc in my head, like you're a licker now.
0: I just know he's the Punisher dyer because he has really cool Punisher dyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys want to send in cool photos... I want to basically make this a show for the people. Mm-hmm. And so I want to put that behind us. And uh, I think that'd be really cool. And then really? we can also um, throw our logo on it too. Cool.
1: So we're with you. Throw Plastic, we're on it. We're going to do that. Thank you for the suggestion. We agree. Uh, one, last, one last question. Throw Plastic asked, uh, what is the best disc golf shoe? I'm switching because I'm biased now. Okay. Because I'm wearing them. Are you in Keens? Or- Keens, yeah. yeah. So Keens, uh, in the Farragut Open this year. Which is an A tier in Athol, Idaho. It'll be happening this year. Look for it on the PDGA. A well-run tournament. It's getting bigger and bigger every year. And it's hopefully gonna be a disc golf pro tour stop eventually. Or talks last year.
0: Uh fair get. Aren't they trying to get enough courses so they can host Worlds?
1: Yeah, and they want to host Worlds. too. like it's it's already a complex out there in Athol, Idaho that has so they have um AWOL, which is a par sixty, they have Recreator, which is a PAR fifty-six. They have North Star, which is a par fifty-four. Then they have Cut Little throat. Bear, which is an eighteen-hole pitch and putt course, which is really fun.
0: I never got to play when we. And went then out
1: there. they have now they have nine holes of Cutthroat. Cutthroat is a par thirty-three. Nine but, holes. N- of nine holes, it is a bomber. There's like two par threes, and the rest are fours and fives. And it literally takes as long as a normal round to play the nine holes.
0: And I, it, when we played it, it was like. Just a field, basically. Like the it's fairways like, haven't been like mm-hmm. mowed or anything.
1: They were mowed, but like not. It's it's like it's not even like groomed and they're working on
0: it. Yeah, and one like of the holes is twelve hundred feet, and I felt like Simon because I did three destroyer as far as I can throw drives, and I should have had a birdie look, but
1: oh, our live feed ended too long. I guess is that possible?
0: Maybe my phone died. Maybe. Um, we'll go see it on right our now. YouTube video though. Yeah, so. so the- so yeah. Farragut.
1: Anyways, what I was saying about Farragut is, what was I saying about Farragut?
0: So they're going to be a world tour stop, possibly. We
1: were talking about one thing right before that. Gosh, A D D. A D D. What does that
0: spell? Hey, look, a squirrel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah. Okay, I got us live here now, guys. Sorry if you lost us. That was weird. It just like I don't know if Tanner's right phone died or not.
0: Are you on utility or yours? Yeah, we're on utility. Um, I what are talking about? Are you talking about Farragut? oh disc golf shoe. Disc golf shoe. Disc golf shoe. Disc golf shoe. Disc shoe. I'm Finally, so sorry that the,
1: the whole live made us not be focused anymore. So the disc golf shoe, it's a true am event. I tied for first, got beat in a playoff. So by who? Mark By Mark yeah. Elmore. Shouts out. He's like, oh, I said his last name. <laughs> it's okay. He's he's a cool dude. Um, and he. And the prize I won was one free shoe voucher from Keen. And I hadn't had a Keen shoe before. I wasn't sure which ones to get. I was rocking Adidas Terex, which are great shoes, by the way. Uh, Paul bet just left. That's nothing we could talk about, but for another day.
0: A lot of people are still uh, repping mm-hmm. Adidas. I, I thought Sakona. they... Yeah, Kona still does it. And there's a couple other people that have Adidas still. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just like they dropped out of all disc golf. No. But it seems like it's just they just dropped Paul. Or Paul didn't want to sign.
1: them. I'll drop them. Yeah. I'm going to say that right now. So Keen shoes, the Saltzman 3s. I looked them up, and I was reading reviews, and one of the reviewers was none other than Avery Jenkins. So these are Avery Jenkins disc golf shoes. So I figured, I just typed in like Keen disc golf shoe, and these were the ones that came up. And they're $130. They're a little pricey, but I was lucky enough to have a free voucher.
0: That's what the Adidas are too. They're like $140.
1: Exactly. So these are a little bulkier than the Adidas. If you feel that uh, the Adidas may be too narrow or too thin for you, they're slightly bulkier. They're really waterproof. My foot feels protected. They come right below the ankle bone. You
0: have to tie your shoes though?
1: No, my, I don't have to tie. I just tie them once and they stay there.
0: And oh, because I have a nice little zip pole on my Adidas. The zip pull
1: cool. But so I am now saying my favorite... My favorite disc golf shoe is the Keen Saltzman's. Boom, you hit it here first. And Tanner's is?
0: The Adidas GTX Swift, I think is what it is. Yep. I, I just like that change. I don't have to tie my shoes. They're waterproof. There's a non waterproof one that. Um, hey, Sarah and Jamie. Um, there's a non waterproof one that's a little bit cheaper that could be used for the summer that might be more breathable. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
1: what they say. Usually you usually want to get like non Gore Tex ones.
0: I think uh, the disc golf shoes should change depending on the terrain. Totally. In, in the Pacific Northwest here our three courses. They're kind of hilly, kind of uh, rocky, I would say.
1: Like slightly hiking.
0: Yeah. So I think the Adidas works really well. But if you're playing a lot of ball golf courses, um, I've seen like Ricky Wysocki wears, it looks like basketball shoes, like yeah, some like Nike Nikes. basketball shoes, yep. um, or just like some jogging shoes. Um, something that has a little bit of traction, but it's comfortable. I think that at the end of the day, you just need something that you're going to have good grip so you're not slipping mm-hmm. when you're throwing because you're pivoting pretty hard on that heel. Um, And then something where you can get good grip on like a side hill, because I know when we're we're playing, when we throw in the rough a lot, it's kind of hard. You got to make sure you have good grip when you're putting, you're jump putting, you don't want to have any falling putts. I I agree.
1: And that's one thing I liked what you were talking about was like the protection side. Like I love how the Keens feel protective. And like, I feel like I can go in any terrain, whether it's like any step in a puddle, climb up a rock, it has great grip, durability, It's good. I'm not on a ball golf course. I'm out in the woods. Like I need something that's like slightly like a hiking shoe as well. Yeah. So we like that. I like that. But they're both great shoes. I still have my Adidas and I'm probably going to wear them like when it's dry out and stuff because it's a little lighter shoe. They are the Gore-Tex ones, but they kind of got holes in the top. So it's not as waterproof right now, but they lasted me all season. And I played a lot of disc golf last season.
0: Yeah. I'm using mine for work right now too. And I, my feet don't hurt. They're super comfortable. I'm glad I spent the money. I actually got a deal. It was like Christmas or something. I got them on Black Friday, so I got them for like 80 bucks. So if you can find a deal or if you get those like mm-hmm. 40% off uh, coupons from a tournament, definitely recommend some of those.
1: Totally, guys. Sweet. Hey, thanks for asking those questions. Oh, we got one more. Sarah said, what do you love most about your fiance?
0: Hey! Um, I think she's... Just I love that
1: she lets us <laughs> set up a podcast in our apartment.
0: And we can put the cat away because you can hear the cat going, yeah. meow, meow. <laughs> like, she wants to get out here... Totally. To mess up our whole situation.
1: The utility K-Day. Sweet, guys. We'll, we'll wrap up here. Thanks for listening to us ramble about disc golf and ourselves. Hopefully, you got a little more insight about
0: us. Are we going to talk about the fifth rule or the fifth round?
1: No, because it's almost six. Okay. It's has an hour.
0: Tune in next week where we talk about the fifth round of worlds.
1: Yeah, the fifth round of worlds. Go check it out on PDGA if you haven't seen that. And uh, get an opinion on the topic. And then bring it to the live feed next time. Let's argue about it.
0: Yeah, with I'm this, not gonna argue. this podcast should be up on YouTube and SoundCloud a little bit faster. The last couple ones were so glitchy that I had to go in and add the videos from Nick's clips. So it actually made sense mm-hmm. when we watch it on YouTube. So the YouTube videos, the three and four are kind of glitchy. But if you go to the middle or if you want to watch Nick's clips, um, they should have videos playing somewhat close to our commentary. Yep. And with this one, we're going to try to take out segments of the podcast and just like on our Facebook page, I think Mm -hmm. we're just going to do Nick's clips. Mm -hmm. So if you want to just find out what cool videos we're talking about or, uh, what have you check out our Facebook page, uh, uh, facebook.com slash utility disc golf.
1: Totally. Thanks Tanner. Tanner's good at piecing all these editing videos together. He's really good at
0: that stuff. Takes a long time. Anybody want to get into disc golf editing or media, uh, learn how to use Adobe premiere and after effects for the shot trackers and be prepared to spend probably twice the amount of time and money. on editing as you do filming. Totally. So,
1: so we hope you guys liked that podcast. It was fun. I love talking just on this mic. It feels fun. We hope this one's smoother. We appreciate you guys always us supporting if, us.
0: Yeah. Let us know if you guys liked uh, how we went on Facebook or Instagram live during the podcast, because our video stream should be a lot better uh, for you guys watching on that camera there. Yes. Um, we're trying to get this situation set up, so we're still interacting with you guys because we love that, but also putting out a good con, putting out good Hi, quality for later on on YouTube.
1: Totally. Sweet guys, so we'll wrap it up now. So I guess until next time, I'm gonna have to tell y'all, and Tanner's gonna have to tell y'all to stay,
0: stay fly. fly. Twenty-six dollars. $26 Twenty-six
1: dollars. Twenty-six dollars. Twenty-six dollars.